All right, Revelation 3, here we go. <sighs> Amplified version, message to Sardis. To the angel, divine messenger of the church in Sardis, write, these are the words of him who has the seven spirits of God and the seven stars. I know your deeds. You have a name, reputation that you are alive, but in reality, you are dead. Ouch. Wake up and strengthen and reaffirm what remains of your faithful commitment to me, which is about to die, for I have not found any of your deeds completed in the sight of my God or meeting his requirements. So remember and take to heart the lessons you have received and heard. Keep and obey and repent. Change your sinful way of thinking and demonstrate your repentance with new behavior that proves a conscious decision to turn away from sin. So then, if you do not wake up, I will come like a thief, and you will not know at what hour I will come to you. Ouch. But you still have a few people in Sardis who have not soiled their clothes that is contaminated their character and personal integrity with sin. And they will walk with me dressed in white because they are worthy righteous. He who overcomes the world through believing that Jesus is the Son of God will accordingly be dressed in white clothing, and I will never blot out his name from the book of life, and I will confess and openly acknowledge his name before my Father and before his angels, saying that he is one of mine. He who has an ear, let him hear, and heed that what the Spirit says to the churches. So there you go. Can your name be blotted out of the book of life? Good question. Message to Philadelphia and to the angel, divine messenger of the church in Philadelphia. You're right. These are the words of the Holy One, the true one. He who has the key to the house of David. He who opens up, opens and no one will be able to shut. And he who shuts and no one opens. I know your deeds. See. I have set before you an open door which one which no one is able to shut, for you have a little power and have kept my word and have not renounced to deny my name. Take note, I will make those of the synagogue of Satan, those who say that they are Jews and are not, but lie, I will make them come and bow down at your feet and make them know without any doubt that I have loved you. Because you have kept the word of my endurance and my command to persevere, I will keep you safe from the hour of trial, that hour which is about to come on the whole inhabited world to test those who live on the earth. I am coming quickly. Hold tight what you have, what you have so that no one will take your crown. By leading you to renounce the faith. He who overcomes the world through believing that Jesus is the Son of God, I will make him a pillar in the temple of my God. He will most certainly never be put out of it, and I will write on him the name of my God and the name of the city of my God and the new Jerusalem, which descends out of heaven from my God and my own new name. He who has an ear, let him hear and heed what the Spirit says to the churches. Message to Laodicea. To the angel, divine messenger of the church in Laodicea, write. I'm going to read this little heading. I should have been reading these for each of the churches, but I'll just do it for this last one. 
Laodicea, located beside the Lycus River, was a prosperous city about 40 miles south of Philadelphia. It had a well-respected financial center, thriving textile production industry, specializing in black wool and a leading medical school that produced a famous eye salve. Two other cities were in this general area, Colossae, Colossae, known for its mountain spring of cold, fresh water, and Heropolis, a site famous for its hot therapeutic mineral springs. Interesting. These are the words, this is to the Laodicean church. These are the words of the amen. This is probably the most well-known church that I've ever heard, that people talk about the most. I don't know, the one that stands out. I feel like I've heard Laodicea over and over again. Because they were, yeah, lukewarm. All right, these are the words of the a- of the amen and trust the trusted and faithful, the trusted and faithful and true witness, the beginning and origin of God's creation. I know your deeds, that you are neither cold, invigorating, refreshing, nor hot, healing, therapeutic. I wish that you were cold or hot. So because you are lukewarm, spiritually useless, and neither hot nor cold, I will vomit you out of my mouth. Ouch. Because rejecting you with disgust, because you say I am rich and have prospered and grown wealthy and have need of nothing. And you do not know that you are wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked without hope and in great need. Ouch. I counsel you to buy from me gold that has been heated red hot. Refined by fire so that you may become truly rich in white clothes representing righteousness to clothe yourself so that the shame of your nakedness will not be seen and healing salve to put on your eyes so that you may see. Those whom dearly and tenderly love I rebuke, who I ten- I, those whom I t- dearly and tenderly love I rebuke and discipline, showing them their faults and instructing them to be so be enthusiastic and repent. Change your inner self, your old way of thinking, your sinful behavior. Seek God's will. Behold, I stand at the door of the church and continually knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with him, restore him, and he with me. He who overcomes the world through believing that Jesus is the Son of God, I will grant him the privilege to sit beside me on my throne as I also overcame and sat down beside my Father on his throne. He who has an ear, let him hear. Heed what the Spirit says to the churches. Wowzers. I'll read that part again. Verse 20. Behold, I stand at the door of the church and continually knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with him, restore him, and he with me. That's the message, I believe, for today. This is... I feel like... I don't know. There's. I'm sure there's other people that have different interpretations of this but i believe this particular church he's talking about is like the church of modern day america the laodicean church and he's giving everybody an opportunity to yeah he's knocking on the door and he's giving everybody an opportunity if you open the door he'll come in eat with you and restore you powerful stuff y'all all right let's keep going romans three twenty three says for all have sinned or missed the mark or veered off the path and fallen short 
of the glory of God or God's perfect standard. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of the cost of that sin is death or eternal separation from God. But the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans 5a says, But God demonstrated his love toward us or showed his love toward us in that while we were still yet sinners, Jesus Christ died for us. Romans 10 verse 9 through 10 says that if we will confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, we will, not might be, not maybe, we will be saved. For with our hearts we believe we are now in right standing with God, and with our mouths we confess that we are now saved. Lastly, Romans 10 verse 13 says that whosoever, anybody, everybody, who calls upon the name of the Lord, they will be saved. So if you've never asked Jesus into your heart, or you've walked away from him and you would like to rededicate your life to him, you can just simply say, Dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know my sin deserves to be punished. I believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for me and rose from the grave. I want to turn from my sin and trust Jesus Christ alone as my Savior. Thank you for the forgiveness and everlasting life I can now have through faith in Jesus. In Jesus' mighty precious name I pray. Amen.